Hello, hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to episode... 18. 18. Are you sure? <laughs> Listen, what's it hit? Yes, 18. It's 18. It's okay. 18. Yeah. Welcome 18. to episode 18 of the Two Tubes podcast. Woo. I am Nana. And I am Rose. And together we are Two Tubes. It's <laughs> just us today. Just us today again. You guys enjoyed it last time and it was just two of us. So maybe we might keep the trend a little bit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Why not? I think this is the first time we've done ourselves in a row. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so as well. If you if you do like it, let us know. Let us know using the hashtag. Mm. We need we need you guys to use the hashtag. Yeah, two twos podcast. That's, That's the it. hashtag. That's it. So we've arrived to the studio rather late. <laughs> so we won't be doing games. But we'll be, how was your how was your weekend? Well, you know it was Valentine. Valentine, Valentine is coming. Always come and go. <laughs> and it was it was cute. Do you know what I mean? There were circumstances that um, you know prevented it from being much cuter that we won't go into um, <laughs> but it was cute and I, I enjoyed it um, Valentine's Day we went to two parties um, drank it up mm-hmm. with our significant others yeah and it was nice wasn't it yeah we had, we actually kind of had a joint Valentine's <laughs> yeah like <laughs> super gay the, yeah we did the same we got our girls seafood boils mm-hmm and we went to party yeah and had a few heavy drinks down our systems uh-huh. and yeah i got my girlfriend a coat and a dress and some earrings and some other shit yeah and she got me a card she gave me her card today actually oh is it today is two is three days after valentine's where's my card <laughs> where is that, but where is my card because the I card got, was really nice it was really cute it had a really nice message in there is it yeah that's cute was it cute than your message I didn't even have a message, so yeah. Wow. <laughs> what did you just have just the, the, the pre yeah. um, message that they they you know I didn't give her a card. Oh you didn't give her a no, card. I just gave her the presents and that oh, was okay. Alright, well yeah. I got to go for the dress. And um yeah, we had to see people. Yeah, it's late. That was our Valentine's. You let us know how you guys Valentine's went. Mm-hmm. There, was, there was so much love this weekend. Lovely. So a lot all of the gays. <laughs> yes, it's amazing. I was going through like my Instagram, looking at everyone enjoying. Mm. People were out on dinner days. People were out doing spa. Well, they mm-hmm. spa. People were doing loads of different things, and it was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm still yet to get all the tea from some of my friends. <clears throat> Adobe. <laughs> About their Valentine's. I saw her tweet that she went to Shoreditch, had a good time. So mm, I'm still we need the details, about it. isn't it? Yeah, we're still to talk about because um, yesterday I was kind of busy, so I couldn't answer her phone call. But yeah. tomorrow night, Adobe, call yeah. me. <laughs> I kind of called her out, didn't I? Sorry. A little bit. A little <laughs> Sorry. Bit. <laughs> what about all the girls that might like? Oh, there's one doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, Adobe. <laughs> But yeah, all right, cool. So this week or last week, um, there was something in the headlines. Dwayne Wade's daughter mm. came out as a daughter. A woman. How do you pronounce Girl. her name? Zaya? Zaya? Zaya. Is it Zaya? Zaya. Zaya. Might be like, because... I don't know celebrity children's names. She used to be called Zion, so maybe close to that. Okay, so if you know what, if you know what it is, you better tell us. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, D. Wade's um, daughter came out as trans... And um, there was a lot happening, a lot of uproar, a lot of panicking, a lot of just uh, disrespect as well. And um, I didn't really, 
but I, you know I didn't really pay attention to it you know I think mm. for the first time I didn't pay attention to like the social media uproar of mm. you know like reaction towards something LGBT related I just kind of just left it because yeah I watched um, her video of her um, talking to I think she was talking to her dad yeah she was talking to her dad yeah and he was just basically speaking about being happy and being yourself oh yeah it was and lovely. that message could it goes to anyone you don't have to be part of the LGBT community to take in what mm-hmm. she was saying that's literally I feel like that's how that's what everyone should live by yeah and she was basically saying if you don't be yourself like who else can you be are you going to yeah, be happy exactly and um it's true man it's essentially she was just saying like what kind of quality of life what quality of life are you going to have if you're not yourself if you're not living your truth because essentially that's living your truth is the opposite of you know seeking happiness so mm-hmm. th- that was a really good message for i think she's 10 i don't know for sure but i don't oh, know why 12 something like that i think maybe, yeah. yeah maybe she's 12 um that was a beautiful message and um, yeah. she's very very brave very brave i think especially as a basketballer's mm. child that is mad like i just feel like um, you know um ej johnson magic mm-hmm. johnson's son oh yeah and when he came out as gay and like just started being himself mm-hmm. i think that it was it was really hard for magic especially because of coming from the background it comes from being sporting Sports, yeah and this obviously especially basketball very homophobic transphobic mm-hmm. all of that all the phobics is there like yeah. um actual professional footballers and basketball players and everyone like that they're not able to come out and they always yeah. come out after they after they retire that's when they come mm-hmm. out so i think that's often that's worth even addressing like what needs to be done for people in that industry just to be themselves. To be themselves, yeah. It must be really, really hard, to be honest. I, don't, I can't imagine what it's like to be sort of like, you, you just have to hide, you have to pretend to be somebody you're not. Mm. Um, and I think, I don't know, I just couldn't do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like we're our generation is much more brave than the previous one. Hundred percent. Like I don't know what we have in us. I think we're just like, more woke. Maybe we are. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe we are, and maybe we're just like willing to risk things for our happiness. Yeah. Because I feel I feel like our generation are talking more about mental health issues, mm-hmm. and I think we know sort of we know that we have to take care of ourselves. Mm. We have to take care of our minds. Do you know what, yeah. Having said that, obviously, remember last week I had my work induction mm. and, well, we had training last week at work and um, the, the trainer, unprovoked, started talking about non-binary people mm. and it's mad because, like, everyone in the room agreed with him, especially the younger people, people that were, like, my age and younger, especially them. So when I, when I always feel like, right, like, I thought that our generation was better than this, but there's still a large amount that is but heavily ignorant. And, yes, that's true. you got to think about um, that people are teaching their kids these. So yeah. our generation is probably more progressive than any other generation, mm-hmm. but you still have to remember that there are people who are you know hateful and they teach their kids these so these are things these these people that you are in your um training with um they are just repeating stuff that they've heard yeah honestly i feel like 
it's, I feel like it was almost not really a culture thing, but I do think culture has its part to play. Mm-hmm. The trainer was from a more old school generation. He mm-hmm. was like a Cockney man. Do you know what I mean? East End. Mm-hmm. Even to, talking about iPhones, he was like, iPhones are very alien to him. Like he was an older man. Oh, okay, yeah. So like he wasn't too old. He was, he was in his 40s, like late 40s, mm. but he's still of that generation. That's still a bit ignorant. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And um, these guys, I work with mainly Asian people mm-hmm. and these guys... Um, they're very they're one of them actually the one of the main ones he was talking he even believes that women at work should make his tea and coffee for him what yeah and he's a guy a young guy in his 20s and this older uh, another older um, Asian lady Mm -hmm. she's uh, kind of befriended me at work and um, she got all the other women cups of coffee when she went to get a cuppa and he was like oh where's mine she was just like uh-uh, we are in England mm-hmm. I go by English rules now mm-hmm. and he's born here as well he was like yeah but at home my dad my mum makes it for us she was like I'm, I'm not your I'm not your wife yeah so, but that's how I was raised and this is the conversation I was having in, in, at that's work crazy. yeah so I was and they're all the same most people I said like they're all Asian mm-hmm. and um, he was just basically like the way he talks about women is mad to me. The way the first so day that I came to yeah, the first day I came there, he was like he left his old job because I'm not homophobic, but there's too many gay people there. That was the first day that I was there. He said that, and um, I was just like, it's weird because it's been a while since I've met somebody who's of my age mm-hmm. who thinks like that. Mm-hmm. But then I don't really have that many friends or meet that many people outside of my culture. Mm-hmm. So like, that's, that's thinking that our culture has something to play in this. A it definitely has something to play. Part. And I was saying, that's what I was saying the other day, like when you're like, not to say that, you know, white people don't experience homophobia and stuff like that. But like, I feel like it's just much worse when it comes to black people mm-hmm. and Asian people. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know where it comes from. You've heard of all these things like honor killings and all of these mm. things like, or being just being disowned and stuff like, mm. and a lot of it, like is in like the black and Asian culture and it's just like oh it's yeah. much he did speak about that he even spoke about like an arranged marriage like he was like get me a wife then and I was just like why do you get your own wife who's the like, old oh, in my culture it's arranged marriage and I was just like right like it's still a time like mm. we're st- even though I feel like some of us are progressive mm-hmm. and not that there's anything wrong with arranged marriages but it's just that I would have thought that people that are born here mm-hmm. would have kind of mixed and you know what I mean yeah. no not, but not, no it doesn't no, seem like it, it doesn't seem like that because even my shopkeeper she but it was arranged marriage and I don't really think that she liked her husband like that but she married him or mm-hmm. whatever and then you know telling her business but hopefully no one knows who she is um, <laughs> I know where <laughs> And then, like, he was cheating on her, and then um, she found out she left him quickly. But I was thinking, wow. she's gonna try, no, but she didn't want to be in the, want, yeah. she didn't like him. Like, that, that was her way out. She tried, and mm. that was her way out. Wow, that is mad. But yeah, like, all of that, all of what we're saying, I was just basically trying to say that um, in this room, everybody was talking about non binary people, and I was just sitting there, bare uncomfortable, mm. and I couldn't even say nothing. And the mad thing is, I knew that if I said something, it would have made everyone else uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. and. I know that I would have been uncomfortable because everyone else is uncomfortable, mm-hmm. so I just didn't say anything. But then, what about you being uncomfortable? Me being uncomfortable there, in the first you're place. The only one that's yeah. So I literally left the room and I just I thought to myself like, right, like I'm sitting in the room uncomfortable, so that these people are comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like that's not fair. No, it's not. It's not fair. And then um, I think that the trainer, when I came back, he realised that raw. I think he, I think something clicked in him. Like mm-hmm. I don't think that she's a cisgendered straight person mm. I feel like that's, it kind of clicked mm-hmm. so he kind of we was still having a conversation when I left it was about, I left for about 10 minutes mm-hmm. came back and he kind of but you know people are tattered to be who they want to be mm. and then the next morning girl 
I don't know, nine o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. he started again. He started, he was like, good morning, girls and boys, penguins, microwaves, whatever uh, what, you guys want to be is, today. Is it because of, what's his face that everyone keeps talking about penguins, bruv? Because I'm tired of I it. I think it is. I think Piers it's because of Piers Morgan. I'm fucking tired of it. Oh, you want to be a penguin? What if I said I, woke, I wanted to wake up today and be a penguin? Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, man, come on. Just give it a rest, <laughs> we're tired. Oh, it's so, it was so jarring. So again, it just was the start of when a you, shitty day because you, of that. When you think about it, these people, people like Piers Morgan, like they shouldn't have a platform. It's, mm-hmm. These are the things that they are saying. They're reaching a lot of people. It has reached mm-hmm. your trainer. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, like what we need is people like D Wade and people like Gab Union because they're setting an amazing example mm-hmm. for other parents and for other celebrities as yeah. well to just educate themselves. And they've said it themselves. They're not. Mm-hmm. They don't know. Everything. They don't know everything. I still see them use gender and um, sexuality like mm-hmm. interchangeably, mm-hmm. but it's not the same thing. Yeah, but and you know that the intent is not that. They, they, of course, mm-hmm. like you know that they're very genuine and that they they are willing to learn. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, like that's the thing. Like you know, obviously uh, Zaya being young, you know, people are gonna say she doesn't know what she wants. How does she know that she wants to be a girl and all this and all that stuff? But children know what they want, man. Children do know what they want. Yeah, man. If you give them toys, they know which one they want. Mm. If you give them food, they know which one they want and which one they don't want. They don't want the peace. They know. It's true. And you have to remember that, you know, gender is a is a, a, a social construct. Mm-hmm. I was watching a, um, I was watching a uh, what's it called? A documentary the other day, uh, yesterday. And it was about trans transsexuals I think back in the day mm. they used to call it transsexuals mm. but now they've changed it to gender because gender is you mm. know is something mm. that's constructed yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, but this wasn't this was made this documentary was made in 2008 and mm-hmm. it was well talking about, you know, whether mental health has a lot to do with um, how you feel inside your body and what's it, uh, gender dys- uh, dysphoria. dysphoria. Um, but yeah, that was really, really interesting. I was thinking at a time like that, I was shocked. In 2008, that, yeah. 2008 that they were talking about this. Where'd you watch it? It was on Amazon Prime. Oh, is that the one that you said that? Oh, that's that was no, a lesbian No, one. there was a lesbian film that I watched. Oh, that I, was, was, I need to get Amazon Prime, boy. Amazon Prime, yeah. So um, how much is it? I, I think I pay for like four pound a month. It's one, like a one monthly free. subs. One month free. I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a that was a good um, documentary. But I haven't finished it, so I can't really mm. make you know make an opinion on it. But um, there was a good black lesbian film as well called mm. A Love Tale. Ooh. Love spelled L U V, and it's by you know the woman Tasha Smith. She was in um, why did no. oh we met her sister yeah this woman oh you met her sister oh yeah did I tell you I met her sister didn't no I? way yeah oh, yeah. yeah 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 she she wrote and directed the film and produced the film oh she told us to come to the screening oh, oh but she she revamped it yeah so oh. she revamped it and then the screening was here like um when was it it was about three months ago two yeah, months it ago just came out like last was it last year or something? yeah it was late last year yeah and then she took mine and um, Twiggy's details mm-hmm. and she was like oh, she's the screening was the next day we can come for free mm. but I think the next day we had to go somewhere we didn't oh, go mad. and she's like I should bring our friends it was only in my lens as well oh man yeah, yeah, yeah. she's but, like it makes you come watch my film because obviously obviously she saw us we're in a, a relationship mm-hmm. we're in a, a couple mm-hmm. and then she was like yeah you guys will love it like she said you know my sis and I was acting like I didn't know like, what's what new boy of course I did <laughs> why are you like this oh. I was like who's your sister she called Tasha you know she's in Tyler Perry movies I don't know like <laughs> oh actually I think I do you know <laughs> 
It was so annoying. But yeah, she was really, really nice. She was really mm-hmm. cool. She introduced us to her friends. But yeah, she's, yeah. She's, yeah, yeah. She, I, I came across that film and I was like, Rah! it was like a short film. It was like, you could tell like, obviously it was a low budget film or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was like the fact that they got it out there in 1999, black lesbians like mm. it was i was just so happy to be watching it um but yeah so if you if you're looking for a film to watch watch that oh actually i met um a guy at a talk last week and his mum mm. did a black lesbian documentary she lives here mm. and i think he's i think he said his mum was lesbian i'm not sure but i need to get he gave me the um well he gave twiggy the name of the movie so i will tweet it because yeah. it's an english film oh. and it's english lesbians but i think it's from the older lesbian scene okay so i will tweet it when i find it but it's on it's on youtube to watch all right yeah so, so. Not a lot there's not a lot of like black lesbian movies mm-hmm. and then in that there's not a lot of uk mm. black lesbian mm-hmm. you know movies and you know shows and stuff so any little <laughs> thing that we find we grab onto so mm-hmm. you know yeah we got we have to hold on to it so yeah. talking of shows <laughs> There's <laughs> a show on Netflix called Love is Blind. And it will and take over your mind. Would you? It's noisy, yeah? And one of the guys on there, if you haven't watched it... Oh, spoiler! Spoiler alert. Just pause, watch <laughs> it, and then come back to listen to this episode, yeah? Yep. But he, um, this is guy on there, he's bisexual, and he, was, he pairs up with this woman. He proposes to her, but he diamonds. doesn't say... Yeah, he proposes <laughs> diamonds, but he doesn't say that he's bisexual. And after the proposal, and they're on the, the vacation side, side of the mm-hmm. challenge or whatever this is, yeah, the experiment, that's when he decides to tell her that he's bi. Like, everyone was saying, was saying that Diamond was bad mind for her reaction. I don't think Diamond was bad Neither mind. Neither do I. Because I, I get what he was trying to do because he was, he, you know when you want somebody to get to know you for you mm. before, you know, and it's just, the, it's, it's the way of the show as well. Like you don't see the person until you're engaged mm. or whatever. So you get to know the person before mm-hmm. that, all of that physical, sexual stuff as well. So I get where he was coming from, but then he chose to tell her before she really knew him anyway because yeah. four days is not a lot it's not long enough to know these someone. people were saying they i love, love you. Uh, what bro i don't know if it's because they're american i was screaming at the tv i was shouting i was like this is <laughs> butters bro this is butters and i want no parts like and it was like hooking i, I was just so engaged it was mm. horrifying but i was engaged at the same same time because i was just like i would i could never but anyway going back to diamond and carlton yeah carlton I just think that I don't think she was I don't I think they were both in the wrong mm. because I feel like if he was gonna hold out and tell her later that's what he should have done mm-hmm. until she really knew him and or he should have been honest from the beginning because I mm-hmm. feel like it's just one of those things you know what black I feel like black women can be really homophobic I when it like comes black, to black, um, cis, queer men, yeah, black cis straight women mm-hmm. are some of the most homophobic yep. people, especially to black to bisexual, yeah, and gay black men. Yeah, I don't think um, most of the time they're not accommodating. Mm-hmm. The majority of straight women, straight black women, if you ask them if you're going to date a bisexual They'll man, no. they're going to say no, but they don't know why. They don't know why, and the excuse is SCD. STD or guys um, or that they would cheat they would cheat or are they really bi and that's what she basically she didn't really no she did she kind of addressed it she, she addressed said it. You, did you really mm. like me but what? you know what I feel like she was willing to learn and get over it but I don't think she was willing to be with him I think she was willing mm-hmm. to learn 
Mm-hmm. But I don't. You don't think, think she was gonna stay with him? I don't think she could. I don't think she could. I mean, stay I with think him. that she was. She might have. I feel like it would have been a challenge for her to stay. But I do think that the way he handled it, it was yeah. so bad. Only because he was like, okay, fair enough. Yeah, it was a part of him, and she was still getting to know him, and he could have said it. But only because of the fact that he made it a thing. I feel yeah. like the way when he came to explain to her, said that he was by, he was crying. You're gonna mm-hmm. leave me and. All of that mm-hmm. is the reason why I think mm-hmm. he was wrong. Mm-hmm. If you knew, and he said that you're gonna leave me, and then he said, and then he said, no girl has had an issue. He, was, he contradicted himself as yeah. well. Like he, he was very he was, defensive. He was lying. He was definitely 100%, 100%. lying. Like, how can you say? Oh, in the beginning, he was like, oh, you know, when he was in his little doing whatever his own video thing, he was like, oh, he when he's told people that he thought would act like well, would receive the news well, they didn't. Mm. And then two twos, he's now he's now saying that oh you're the only woman that's acted like this. He's wild. So what is the truth? He, uh, do you know what? Well, for the way he communicated with her, I don't think he actually dates that many women. He's very disrespectful. His communication to a woman, even the way he was in the box, I, there was something about his, the way he communicated mm. with women that was just no. Do you know off. what it was off? Was when they went they the first night they got to the vacation. His the, the his demeanor, everything mm. was just a bit. Catty, he was forcing like, it. He was forcing it. Was it was too much. Like he was doing the most. Yeah, like, I think that for him, the ideal thing that I feel like the ideal world because he said mentioned being a preacher's kid, mm. so he probably does feel like he has to sit with a woman. But it doesn't mean he needs to force it with a mm. woman. I think he shouldn't be forcing it with anyone. I feel like this pod thing, he probably should have had. He should probably went in a bisexual one. Mm. He feel for man and he feel for woman. Yeah, and that's what it was going to be. Why are you forcing it? Saying, "Oh, I need to marry a woman. I need to marry a woman." Mm-hmm. You're saying, you know, your bisexuality is in the past. But is that true? Do you know what I mean? Like, is that no, actually I think, true? I think he's bad. I think he's bad I as think well. He's bad. Like, and he's but he's found a hard time to come to terms with it. Mm. That's what I think. Even though he's in his thirties. I still think it's something that he's struggled with as a black man, as a preacher's it's kid. It's hard. Yeah. I think he struggled to be a fad acceptance. Maybe that's where he's built up this hard shell of mm-hmm. like being, he's quite cocky. I think he was quite cocky. He was very, very cocky. Yeah. Seeing he's good looking. Yeah. And he dressed well. Mm-hmm. I didn't like them suits. <laughs> <laughs> he was just disrespectful. Like mm. you were coming for her wig, but you were still saying you loved her before that and all of that. So you didn't With see her the wig, wig before because that wig was sliding. It from was the sliding beginning. from the get. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so disappointed in him because he didn't have to be mean. He, he called her a bitch. Be, oh, he called her a bitch. A whole bitch. I don't. I actually. I genuinely don't think he's. He's used to communicating with women, with women in mm-hmm. a healthy manner. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's something that he's done many times. But who knows if he's even, you know, used to communicating with men in a healthy manner. You yeah, it's know. true. Like He needs to sort himself out. Mm, That's what he needs to do. He yeah. comes from within. He can't communicate with anybody. Yeah. But another, he was in the wrong. But a lot of people were saying that Diamond was in the wrong. No, but I think it was him. He was in the wrong. But one thing about Diamond is that she was like, I just want a man that's going to accept me for me. And I was like, oh, well, you know, you didn't accept this. Like, I, yeah. I, didn't, see you ex- I didn't really see you accepting this guy for him. Like, to, yep. For me, I just don't believe she would have dated him after mm. that I think she would have she might have forced it for the show she might have forced it for the show but yeah. I think she would have wanted to be his wanted to be his friend yeah and understand yeah. in that way but I think, I think we really said I'm gelling as a, I didn't see I it I didn't see either the only the only people I see really gelling at the moment is the interracial couple oh they're so lovely I really did like them did you hear what he said about I know like if we have kids that they'll, um, they'll, that see they'll them as be perceived yeah. black oh I said this man <laughs> oh <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, so beautiful. I love him. Yeah, I really like that, and I can see that he's not one of these white people that um, that kind of 
reject the idea or, or just are blind to the way yeah. the world is he's not yeah i really like that about I him i love that like i was just like yeah yeah i was like okay but i knew it from the start when, when he just smiled i was like yeah, mm-hmm. funny, yeah. and he never <laughs> made like he never made um an issue of like her maybe being black maybe he thought she, no, she could have been black it, yeah. only she kept to mention it a lot but I, I, um, yeah i guess you know i guess because sometimes when it comes to black people as well especially black people who speak up about stuff that happens in the community and mm-hmm. stuff they are scared about what people are gonna say. They're gonna. They're scared that people are gonna say, "How can you be like pro-black and be in an interracial?" Yeah, I think that's what her issue was, and that's yeah. what her issue is. I'm mm-hmm. not. Sure. I hope she can get past that. Yeah, because I don't necessarily think that you can't be pro-black and be with an, yeah. another race. Because he's obviously he seems like he really loves her. It's oh. crazy because they've only known each other for what, how long? Yet? I know. I mean, it's still a bit <laughs> sickening, but like they're but much more it. believable. Aren't yeah, they? yeah, I was like from the beginning. I, w- I think he proposed in episode two. Is he? <laughs> he proposed in like episode. But, in the beginning but she of episode said she two. loved him first. Yeah, she was like, "I love you." He was like, "I love you." Too. I was like, "Me and Tuki were screaming." But he didn't. You know, he didn't even react. Do you know what I mean? He just he like, just rolled you. off his tongue I love like you. a I love man. You. He yeah, he was definitely he's, he out of all of them. He's the gentleman out of mm-hmm. all of them. He's good. What's his name again? Cameron. 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 What's the yeah. girl's name? Uh, damn. I don't know. But do you know what? Yeah, I was saying we 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 can way off topic. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry guys, but I was saying that the way when they were she was talking to confessional, mm-hmm. I didn't really like her. Mm-hmm. But then him in the scenes of him, I liked her. I yeah. feel like he brings out he a brings goodness out in the, her. The good in her. Yeah, because yeah. she was quite cocky before. Yeah. She's like, I'm good looking and whatever. I was like, go back. But yeah, he. Like, she calmed down and she, because she seems like she's like, she likes him, so she's shy in front of him mm. and stuff, which is nice, you know. I'll be watching. I'm going to keep watching this show. If you haven't watched it yet, sorry for the spoilers, but go <laughs> and join us and watch it. Do. So masculinity you know we always talk about masculinity because you know how we read now you know what I'm saying (laughs) but um, it's something that we obviously deal with on our day to day so obviously we can't talk about it and um, when I was um, at this talk I went to last week yeah Mm -hmm. there was someone on the panel who was a non-binary person and um, it just started making me think about the kind of non-binary and masculine presenting people that are that our are our influences and that we do see out there mm-hmm. and um in doing campaigns and stuff like that and it just made me i kind of feel like so they're the people that represent us yeah they're the people who represent mm-hmm. us in the media at the mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. and i just feel like it made me question is the media really ready for different types of masculine presenting people because they're always the same whether they're non-binary or they're mm-hmm. masculine presenting women they always have the same kind of style. Mm-hmm. They always have the same kind of morals. They kind of, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I feel like their aesthetic is always, always very close to femininity. It's like on the closest, yeah. on the, let's say there's a masculine presenting spectrum. spectrum. Mm-hmm. I would say they're on, more on the feminine side of that spectrum yeah. than yeah. the other. Yeah. And it's always the case. And mm-hmm. I'm like, is the media really ready for someone that's on the other side of the spectrum? I will say no. Mm. I think we're a, a bit away, especially being black. I feel like maybe, uh, maybe uh, you know, white the white demographic our counterparts maybe they've done it because they've done it with like Ellen in America and mm-hmm. she came out of, like in a long the, time ago, a long yeah. time ago on mm. Oprah. Do you know what I mean? And she's she's been masculine for that you know for forever, whatever. So um, I don't think that the UK and especially with black black yeah masculine yeah. present and they are not ready for a masculine 
presenting women on that end of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't see it. Like, and that to me, I guess it the the representation that we have right now is not very samey. It's not. It's very samey, and it's. I feel like it's at a side where the people that are booking them can still relate to them. Oh, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? They are. They want people who still appeal to the masses. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Because if you're too far off masculine, then it's like, oh, this is just this is just too weird, and you know, it makes people uncomfortable. Mm. And right now, they're only comfortable with people who appeal to the masses and who are still a bit feminine, quirky, tomboyish, or whatever, but not like proper masculine. Yeah, because. Um, when you do meet people, when, well, anyway, for me and this, when you go out and you're socialising with people and networking and they mention other gay people to you and they mention, you know, this person and that person and they're like, oh, so you're, they'll be like, oh, so you're like them? I'm like, no, no, because I wouldn't wear makeup and I wouldn't, I don't have any women's clothing in my wardrobe. Yeah. Like, the only women's clothes I have is my bra and it's a sports bra. <laughs> like, that is it. I don't have any others. Not even my socks are from the women's section yet. Uh-huh. I might be, I think I'm wearing my mum's socks today though. <laughs> And and it's just like I don't I just don't identify with what is in the media out there as masculine dependent and I I wished there's obviously different types do you know what I mean and mm. I guess it's got this there's work to do and stuff like that but I just wish that um it just wasn't always the same 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 it, it, but you can see even from like films like there are a lot of films and series that have two feminine women as in lesbian same-sex relationships is never like a masculine and a and a Mm -hmm. femme especially not black especially not black like there was i've only seen shane and the wife in l word yeah the l word that's the that's american yeah (laughs) i mean i think the the wife was she's femme but she's she's like mixed mix or maybe black or whatever Mm -hmm. um but we don't see here there was a film that uh was was made a few years ago called stud life uk film Mm -hmm. Um, i think it was on youtube was it it wasn't on YouTube. I think it's on something else. Maybe I don't know where it is. I think that's all. I watched it. Yeah. Um, and actually, one of the, the actress that played the stud is in um, Sex Education as the lady that comes mm, in. Mm, mm, mm. The, 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 the in the inspector. Yeah, the inspector yeah. <coughs> comes into the school, and that film I we, I didn't really see it anywhere really. I think you can watch it online. You have to pay to watch it. But it's like that's the only film that I've seen that has a stud in it. Like all mm. these TV shows and stuff. They just obviously play to obviously when you see two femmes together, it's um it's appealing for men or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they're over sexualized or whatever. When you see a, like a masculine presenting, a proper masculine presenting, and you know a femme, you're not really too interested. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's the same with the music industry. We own the only masculine presenting uh, artist we really have is uh, is Young Me. Yeah, yeah. And I, f- I feel like when it's stuff like that, it kind of causes a bit of conflict within masculine presenting people mm-hmm. within the community as well. Because, like, you, I feel like there is somebody who is masculine presenting in our community, and like, I just sometimes I see little frowd shade at the perch, fro- mm-hmm. some fr- um, shade front the person every now and then. But it's always from other masculine people who are more masculine mm-hmm. and are angry that this person is their representation. Do you know what I mean? And it's like they're frustrated that do you know what I mean? They're not they're not being represented properly. But I understand it's not that person's fault. That's who they are. They yeah. can only represent themselves. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But I also understand the frustration because they probably feel like this is not who I am. And there's some. It's like the that black lesbian handbook mm-hmm. when the stud the stud episode has been pulled. It's not you can't find a stud episode Why anymore online because 
the start episode, the person wasn't was describing someone that was trans. Oh right. Yeah. So and it's obviously everyone was got upset about it. I was mm-hmm. like, no, what do you mean that's just not? I'm I, even though I'm a stud, I still identify as a woman. Mm-hmm. But this person was saying they're a stud and they don't identify as a woman. Yeah, that's so obviously that episode had to get pulled because it wasn't the correct representation of what a stud really was. And mm-hmm. I just feel like the media doesn't really. They just it, can't. it doesn't. And and one thing I've noticed is as well as the as the masculine uh, presenting women that we have right now, they might even be. A colorism issue. I don't even know if. Oh yeah, yeah. You know I mean? Because I'm not gonna say, but you see, <laughs> seeing as we're going I'm there, seeing as we're going there. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, obviously darker skin is 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 uh, seen as mass more mas- masculine, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously maybe a lighter skinned woman masculine presenter is more appealing mm. to the masses than a dark skin masculine presenting because they're seen as like very too masculine and mm. quite too much like men. So I feel like there is, you've got young MA, she's she's mixed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you've got, I've seen people in who are doing these campaigns and stuff. CR, as, as the, Yeah, as the representation mm-hmm. for masculine presenter. And they're usually mixed race or lighter skinned. Yeah. I think yeah. there is a colorism issue. Yeah, again, I feel like that's because it's closer to the people that are doing mm-hmm. the bookings. That's closer to them. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's normally white people that's in the yeah. boardroom. It's normally these white people, and they're probably they're, they're, they they appease their white side. They can they can relate to their white mm-hmm. side, unfortunately. So like everyone else just doesn't really get a look in. They don't get mm. the same look in. No. And it's very, unless it's somebody else that's, you always get a look in from somebody else that is black. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And even, but even that though, like I remember when I, I, I wrote something on Twitter saying that um, with the film industry and stuff, like with black people, they're always going to America um, to act. And there's not a lot of, there might be not be a lot of people at the, black people at the top making decisions like I feel like the gatekeepers are white people and then um, actually the director of Stud Life replied and said the people up there are also black but they are scared these are their jobs mm. these are their livelihoods so yeah. the, you know there's not a lot that they can do sometimes mm-hmm. do you know mm-hmm. what I mean like mm-hmm. t- t- to be brave and to fight that fight because Damn, it's hard, it man. might backfire Yeah, you know so it's hard like, I was talking to someone the other day and they were just like oh their company always uses the same lesbian all the time hmm. and um they were just like they want to recommend others but they're scared yeah. <laughs> they're mm-hmm. scared mm-hmm. they're like you know if i don't want to recommend somebody else and i'm because t- i'm going to approach them to say why don't you rec- recommend mm-hmm. more black people and i'm going to a white woman to say that who is the head of the department mm-hmm. i can't like, and they always she's like i always see them using the same lesbian every single time and it's boring mm-hmm. she's like if what they've said their story how many more times can they say their story and um it's not fair on other people mm-hmm. because this community is varied it is and so other people want to be represented as well mm-hmm. and uh, people start to be get frustrated at this person even though it's not this it's person's not fault. fault no yeah and it's it's like it's just it's just it's almost feels like a losing battle sometimes I just this is the, the thing is that it's just gonna take time like, yeah it's just gonna take time I mean we're at a place now where you know things are progressing and I think for us to even be out and proud and living in our truth is something amazing and something generations before us didn't see happening um so it's just it, it's, it's this thing it will happen mm-hmm. maybe you know not now maybe we be the ones to break down that door. Mm. I don't know. I hope so, but we just have to. <sighs> we just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we just, have we to have just faith. don't know. It's just crazy because, like, it's almost like having this change in the face of masculine presenting. Mm. And I just wish. I just wish there wasn't one face. I just feel like I wish there was a varied. Even the person that um, 
I saw on this panel, I had, I didn't know who they were before. They were a dark skinned person. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who they were before this panel. I want their page. And I was like, oh, well, they actually, they do some things that mm-hmm. they really do, but it's just not magnified like that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And that's what they made me think. Like this person's getting the smaller bookings because they're on, they're, they're quite in touch with their feminine mm-hmm. side. But I don't feel like they're getting the large ones because, because they're, they're dark skin. Oh God, it's a double-edged because sword. Because what they're doing is they're they're what they're doing is actually really really good. Like, obviously, I didn't really identify. I couldn't really identify identify the same way. Mm-hmm. But I did. It was it was nice. You know what I mean? It's nice to see that there's another dark skin person yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah. It was nice to see. But we need some more dark skin, y'all. We need some more dark skin. If you book in people, please. <laughs> we need some more dark skin, y'all. Because yeah, we need some it's more representation. brown skin. We need more brown skin. skin. Like, yeah. Come on, man. We need dark skin, brown skin. I, I, I don't see, I'm, to be honest with you, I don't see Asian lesbians. I was just about either. to say that. Yeah, I don't see. There's Asian lesbians. We need I've to never see seen. some Asian lesbians. We need mm-hmm. to see some Muslim lesbians as well. 100%. We need to see that 100%. Represented. You never see a woman in a hijab mm. that's a lesbian mm-hmm. on a campus. Why? Yeah, why? Because I'm sure they exist. There's, there's a lot. There's, there's mm-hmm. some of them living, in, mm-hmm. they're existing loudly. Mm-hmm. I see some Asian men though. Mm, I, I see some, Asian, see men, some Asian men. But I well. rarely, I think I've seen, there's one actually, there's one uh, bisexual Muslim girl that follows me mm-hmm. on Twitter. And I think she has a boyfriend now at the moment. So mm-hmm. I don't think, you know, when you have, when someone <laughs> is bisexual and they're with the opposite sex, yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they, I wouldn't say they're rejected from the community, but they're not really, they're included as much. I mean, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's quite sad. And I don't yeah. want anyone to be like, oh, my phobia, my phobia. Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, I'm not saying that it's a good thing, but it, yeah, it does happen. Like, I don't understand why when you're in a relationship with, say, a man, like, that means that you're straight at the time. It doesn't, mm. it doesn't you know, take it doesn't, away it doesn't, from... Yeah. It doesn't take away from you being bi. Do you know what I mean? You're still yeah. bi. You're just dating a guy. You're just dating a guy, but I just feel like... But sometimes even them themselves, their activism, their yeah. work comes down a little bit, Yeah, I guess. I guess so. Which maybe because they in that relationship. I don't know what the reason for kind of I can't say. Mm-hmm. But, you know... There's that as well, and there's just so many faces that I don't really see many like Orient. Is Oriental the right word to use? I'm not sure. Or is it Southeast Asian? Yeah. Maybe Southeast Asian. I'd rather use that than Oriental. Yeah. Sorry if I offend anyone, but like I don't even see like them on campaigns. Mm. Women. Yeah. Talk about. I'm talking about women. Mm-hmm. I know so many studs from that part of the world there's yeah. loads of them you just see them walking around mm-hmm. but i don't see them nowhere mm-hmm. do you know what i mean i don't see them mm-hmm. no campaign yeah i don't see them like represented anywhere i went to singapore girl everywhere i turned there was a baby there was a baby even, stud even <laughs> thailand oh my god there were so many tomboys in thailand so many everywhere i turned i was like right and like nobody really cared i remember because obviously i went with my ex and mm. like they didn't care I, I i was masking presenting then as well um and nobody nobody cared mm-hmm. nobody about the island you know it's so I mean? nice when you go somewhere and just no one cares mm. like amsterdam was the first time i was that's the most comfortable i felt Right. in my sexuality mm-hmm. and in the way I present to the world when I was in Amsterdam mm-hmm. and even when I'm here even when I'm like walking holding, walking down the street holding my girlfriend's hand I still feel eyes do you mm-hmm. know what I mean sometimes I still feel some tension sometimes mm-hmm. but when I was there I didn't feel anything mm. I don't I don't remember people looking at us over here, like I think, for the most part, I don't usually, re- I don't usually recognize the stairs. But obviously, I'm my girlfriend's first girlfriend, yeah. so she rec- she notices mm-hmm. it more than I do. Mm-hmm. Even if we're not holding hands, she says she sees people looking at me, and I don't really notice it. Yeah, but she says that she notices it in Amsterdam. Nothing, right? 
there was absolutely mm. nothing. Even when we checked in and there was an African guy on the checkout when we got there in the hotel. Mm-hmm. Here... I mean, Amsterdam is that place, isn't it? Like, yeah. It's that sex place, isn't it? Loved it. <laughs> I would live in Amsterdam. I could live there. Yeah, I would I, live there. I remember when I went a few years ago, and I would, like, I, I went to, like, get a present for my girlfriend at the time. I was mm-hmm. doing cutesy. Okay. And I Because I made her, like, a scrapbook. So I had to find... Um, I did half of the scrapbook in London, and then I ran out of time. And oh, I had to do half She's such a cutie. <laughs> so I had to find um, a Photoshop. Mm. So I, I walked around, like, the whole of... Because it's not that big. Yeah. I walked around the whole of Amsterdam. It was just... It's just a lovely place. It's clean. Oh, yeah, I didn't see poo on the like, floor. There was no poo. Oh, my God. people have dogs. People actually have dogs, but there's no poo. Look at that. Why can't we live like that in the UK? In people London. spit. There's always oh, spit and dog spit poo and sh- here. Oh, I can't fucking take <laughs> Especially it. Especially in the winter. I can't take it. Do you know, I walk with my flashlight in the dark. <laughs> At night time, I walk with my flashlight. Because oh, I'm sick of it. Oh, damn. Sick of the shit, literally. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Amsterdam's a good place. Place of sex, isn't it? I loved it. I would actually move there. Like, I would too. It's just really cold in the winter. I mean, it's cold here, but it's really, really cold. Even though it was cold there, like, it was still cool. The thing is, the only thing about Amsterdam is, because we were saying we want to go again, mm. but the only thing is, is we really do that bougie Amsterdam. Mm. You can't do bougie Amsterdam again. So it's not going to be the, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mate, do you, do you know, know what? what? Still, no, but if you get a nice apartment, it's Yeah, still I think if we've got a nice apartment really. or whatever, but we was really doing bougie, bougie yeah, Amsterdam. I know. I know. So it's like we like oh, we went to, we came into Dubuji like next time we're gonna eat. Do you know what? The, the food isn't yeah the food is not that great. Like I don't I remember to I remember to I went to a pub and it just wasn't that great. Oh, we had some amazing food, but but because we did like Dubuji like that's a why four star hotel isn't it? Or five Girl star. was five star boy yeah. like five star shit. Exactly. So I would highly recommend. But <laughs> get your coins out first. <laughs> it was expensive. Well, we didn't pay, but <laughs> you know it was expensive. But um, I saw someone tweet you saying, "Oh, how can you recommend this when it's like how much a night?" Uh, yeah, it was like five hundred pounds a night or something like that. Yeah. Uh, some people can afford it. I, mean, I can't, boy. But I was still there. Just pray to God and you'll be there. Pray to God, Amen. Pray to God that you'll be there. But yeah, like I would hundred percent live there. And there was so much more to do that we didn't do. Mm. Oh, I need to go back. I don't even. I think I'm gonna go in the summer. I don't even think I did. I don't think I did. <laughs> nearly hit myself. The mic. I don't think I did it much there. You know, I can't remember. I There's a lot to do. Cycle. Should we go again? Should we go in the summer? Oh, I think we should. You know. Should Double, 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 double. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Cheeky weekend, man. Yeah, man. Let's do, do it, you know man. We should go when like something's happened, like a festival or something, or like a show. Because you know, a lot of um, artists go and do. Mm, yeah, good idea. Mm. We look out. I think there was meant. There's meant to be. A, there is a festival that happens there. I think it's in like May or something though. Anyway, we'll see. I'll look and see when what's happening during the year. But yeah, Amsterdam, it was lovely to be gay there. <laughs> lovely to be gay. Yeah, I just felt so free, man. What other places do you think it's because for our listeners, like they because you know when you're going away, you're weary. When I was going to um Bali, my dad was like, Oh, you know, you need to be careful because I'm sure. How did you feel with Bali actually? I don't even about you. Do you know what? It's. I guess it's like it's a religious country in it. So I didn't. We didn't do too much unless we was inside. Because mm, obviously I went there with my ex, and 
We didn't do too much either. Yeah. Come think of it. Mm. There were some places we went to and well, we had a driver mm-hmm. the whole time mm-hmm. and he, obviously he clocked mm-hmm. on the trip and then he would, like he would come to places with us and offer to take pictures. He'd be like, oh, put your arms around her. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So like he was cool. Mm-hmm. But maybe because we was giving him money, mm-hmm. maybe that's why. But they, but there were some places where I did feel quite uncomfortable. Like they would look and think, oh, hmm. do you know where they did the sunset? Oh no, where's it, that? Where they where you can watch the sunset? Oh, where's it? What's it called again? It's, it's like the main tourist area. Is it in Ubud? Yeah. No, I didn't see it. I didn't go. You didn't go there. That's like the main Dubai. place to go in Bali. We did. I didn't <laughs> like Ubud. You know? Did you? Know, liked, maybe it wasn't Ubud. I liked Changu because it was like. Shoreditch Hackney Maybe that's where it was Gentrified I shouldn't say no, this No it wasn't no, no, I, didn't get them. I shouldn't yeah, say Marley wasn't gentrified When I went there boy Boy I shouldn't say <laughs> this I know But I just It was it was like being home And then I went into Like the forest In Ubud And I said Nah this yeah, ain't me I, Yeah the Ubud ain't wasn't me. Like To be honest with you guys I'm going to be keeping All the way 100 with you About Bali Bali's boring Bali is Bali is boring Five days That's That's, that's May listen, I would say a weekend But there's no point <laughs> Travelling there for a weekend Because <laughs> it's so far The journey is so far and it's just a place where you just literally chill it's the same it's the same things it's the same things every you go the same piece of temple yeah the same piece of monkey forest yeah it's same, a piece of everything is the same the wherever same. you go and but this place where you see the sunset is really nice yeah and they sometimes obviously i went to bali twice the first time i went there they were doing this religious thing the second time they were doing it there again the second time <laughs> and obviously i was there we weren't even holding hands or anything or people were pointing and staring and i don't know if it's because my ex has big boobs i don't know if it was that or it was because we were some two lesbians obviously i had short hair then as well mm. that's when i had short hair and so i don't know if it was that but that was one of the most uncomfortable places i felt with, mm. i felt with a couple in a lesbian yeah, couple yeah yeah i i didn't feel uh, like comfortable all the time most times it was all right because we wasn't like holding hands or kissing or anything mm-hmm. but um yeah it's it's i've done bali now i'm not gonna do it again thailand i think thailand I is an okay thailand. it's an okay place for you and your girlfriend good to go to you know like she was got her bestie care. so really? yeah. oh yeah okay I know. It's a good place. Whether you go with your friends <laughs> or your partner, just go, man. Mm. Yeah, to be honest. But I don't really know where else. What's the bit that's... Um, well, America is fine, isn't it? Yeah, it's like here, isn't it? Yeah. It's the same. Yeah, yeah. New York, Ghana. Cool. You've already spoken about Ghana before. You guys let us know, actually. You Where have you guys been that you would recommend for other gay people? Do you find that's yourself Googling gay-friendly. Um, gay-friendly places? I don't, places? you know. I don't. I'm mm. just like, I'm going to go regardless. I Google. Do you? Always. Like, I want to go to Morocco. But I hate there's a lot of gay men there. Is it? I hate that there's like an actual hotel that's for gay men like in Morocco. Brothel? But it's like a unofficial. No, it's like a holiday resort. Oh, okay. Yeah, like official. There's a, I don't know. Actually, Portugal was cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Portugal Hall's all right, but maybe it's because it was the Afro nation. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You got to think about these things. Cause not only are we gay, we're also black, and there are a lot of like racist. I places Google. As I Google well. that too. I Google. Can so, you be black and gay? Oh God, <laughs> it's limited. <laughs> God, you know they're trying Struggles. to do a soca festival in Poland. Why? They're wilding. Uh, it's Poland nice. And well, obviously, my brother lived there for a year, mm-hmm. and he had, he did like Poland. Um, is it warm in the summer? Very hot. Okay. Yeah, it was hotter than here in the summer. I guess maybe there's weather, but I just... It's not about that. It's, just, it's He said they, they have KKK there. Do you know what I mean? They have like, KKK in Poland? Yeah, and like, oh, he was he was just like... It was Independence Day, <laughs> and he went to um, the shop. He didn't... It was quite empty out on the street. He went to the shop, and the shopkeeper was like, yeah, you shouldn't be out today. 
And he was like, why? He's like, because you're black. It's Independence Day. They're going to run after you. Anyway, he's just like, oh, okay. I'm going to go back home then. So he's walking home. A bunch of skinheads is on the corner. And they literally chased him until he got to, he got to his um, apartment. And he called us. And he was like, you never guess what? And told us the story. Wow. And he was just like... He's always he always felt safe, and even though there was a lot of racism mm-hmm. for him, there a lot of it was kind of like subtle. Mm-hmm. Like people would ask him if he was um, the local drug dealer when he's in his lecture room Mm-mm. on the first day of his um, lecture. The teacher was like, "What's the GDP for Ghana?" and he didn't know. Mm-hmm. So he became very pro black when he was he wasn't very he wasn't pro black at mm-hmm. all. But when he come back, he's in one black panther, <laughs> black roll neck. <laughs> Every day, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. So he really <laughs> made him. picture, brother. That's what I see. Yeah, that's how he is now. And he, yeah. So like before, it just made him more pro black because that lecturer was trying to call him out because mm-hmm. nobody else. He, in the whole uni, he was the only black guy in the whole uni. Wow. In the whole uni, that's the mad. only black guy. That's mad. So um, so yeah, like he faced some race issues there. So I'm not sure if it's so confessed. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Poland, Poland is a write off. Nah. But he did make good friends there. He made really, really good friends there, though, that lived in Poland. I don't know. I'm not sure if he's been back to visit them. That was me, it was me. Oh, I don't know about that. I watched a a horror movie set in Poland. I can't remember what it was called, but it was a cult. There was a cult involved. Midsummer? Midsummer. Mm. I'm sure it won some some awards, but yeah, that no. It's all right. It's, It's cool. Okay, so I want to just... One last thing we have to say before we leave. What's that? It's a short one today, isn't it? It's pod. Sorry, we came here. We got here late, guys. And we, it really had it's like actually slot. almost midnight. It is midnight right it's now. It's got work. I'm tired. Yeah. But um, one story like that. And uh, Pastor knocked on my door today. I don't know if you saw my tweet today. Yeah, I saw it. Pastor knocked on my door. I only answered it because I thought it was a courier. I was waiting for a courier to come. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was a courier. But he said, like, have you given my life to God? And I was like, oh. And about how did he get in the block? <laughs> I have no idea but you know just during certain times you can press the button and it lets you win because that's what the postman use oh. certain times so I think it's like between nine and one or something like that anyone can press the button and it can't really let you wow. in so um so yeah he's t- talking about God he's like have you given your life to God and I was just like yep and he and then he was just he looked at my arm and saw my tattoos and was like are you sure this is you somebody can't paint their arm again I'm, 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 I've seen a pastor on YouTube with tattoos head to toe yeah so yeah, so I've seen the types of head to toe and I was just basically like, the conversation basically was just like, he was like, why don't you want to go to church? Because he could see mm. that I was trying to avoid him. I was like, do you accept gay people? He's like, well, God says they will go to hell. So no. And I was like, we'll chat. So we had a conversation about um, why does he, why is it always about heaven and hell? Mm-hmm. Why, is, why do you need to scare people into religion? Mm-hmm. That's not right. Because mm-hmm. I was like, if you're going to scare me into this village, it's not going to encourage me to mm-hmm. come to your church. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I going to come out of fear? I'm go- the fear is going to keep me away from mm-hmm. it. I don't want to be living in fear all the time. And he was like, wow, I've never noticed that before, you know? Really? Yeah. I was just like, what do you think hell, when you say hell to people, what do you think they think? That you're scaring them yeah, into giving their life to option. God. Yeah. Yeah. Like- and he was just like, okay, so tell me why you're gay. This is because the God that you're preaching about, this is how he made me. Mm-hmm. And he and I just told him about my life and that my journey, my sexuality. And he was just kind of like, wow, you've actually tried to not be gay. <laughs> and he understood like where I was coming from because he thought it was just sexual. Mm-hmm. So he understood about that like, I actually have a connection with women. Mm-hmm. And he just never heard that somebody has had, can have a connection with the same sex. He just, to him, he just, it just wasn't an idea. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
so yeah i just want to end this by saying communication is key guys oh my god like educating people and talking to people and having patience as well to mm-hmm. talk to people sometimes it can do a lot of good oh we were talking for like 30 minutes oh yeah god. it can do a lot of good i feel like when you ex- when people are exposed to different people that's when they learn that's mm-hmm. when they unlearn and that's when they grow so like mm-hmm. that is amazing yeah amazing I'm glad that uncle listened uncle listened I listened to him as well mm-hmm. and I um, was like you know I would go to church I'm going to go to church one day this year mm-hmm. I haven't been to church for a few years I'm going to go at least once this year and mm-hmm. see how it goes mm-hmm. but um, it's a recommended church for me guys and please not with your homophobic pastors I ain't got time for that and not spack nation amen okay so we're gonna end this <laughs> on that note we're gonna end this podcast right here um thanks for listening tuning in next time we're gonna be on time the next episode is gonna be real juicy 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 <laughs> So thanks for listening, guys. Make sure you subscribe, follow, follow us on our social medias and make sure you use the hashtag. Please, let's get a conversation going to this podcast. <laughs> thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.